0: Right, welcome to the show, everyone. I am Ben Kissel with Marcus Parks. Hi, Ben. Marcus, I miss you.
1: I miss you too, Ben.
0: Yeah, you didn't come over for extreme rules, WWE. <laughs> Although I will say the rules were not that extreme. I was kind of hoping they would there would be a match where it's like, you can't touch the ropes. Ooh, or are like, no jumping. You can't jump. <laughs> this is extreme rules, a.k.a. extra rules. Um, we got Travis Irvine with us. Thanks for being in here, Travis.
2: Hello, boys. Good to be back.
0: Oh, my God. So uh, I had a chance to to host on Fox News Radio on Monday, which was amazing, as always. Thanks mm. for everyone who called in. Uh, so we went into length on what happened on Saturday at the London Bridge, that uh, horrible terror attack. Marcus, I'm sure you heard of that. Of course. It was seven dead, nearly 50 wounded, and uh, Sadiq Khan is the he's the first Muslim mayor uh, of London. Uh, he was dealing with a lot of turmoil, and uh, obviously his city was in extreme, uh, you know, chaos. Mm-hmm. And he did his best to uh, calm the nerves of his citizens by having extra police present on the on the streets, as we see on a regular basis after these terror attacks. Uh, they ramp up uh, the police effort, and when he was discussing how they will have more police on the streets, he mentioned, uh, "Don't be alarmed. You yeah. know, do not be alarmed, everyone. We're going to have." Uh, heightened uh police and uh you know please just try to stay calm donald trump heard this uh took it completely out of context and tweeted at sadiq khan again a mayor who was trying to keep his city from uh imploding and uh he said uh he called him pathetic yeah uh so that was a really interesting experience uh, for donald trump this week that sort of uh, started off his week on tweets, uh, which needs to be a new segment. Donald Trump's week on tweets and it definitely uh, set it off in a wrong direction. And Donald Trump has just been getting it in his own way uh, this entire week. And it's nothing new, of course. He's got to put down that device, and his aides, uh, the people, his staff, have got to be uh, ordering a lot of Rogaine, because I cannot imagine <laughs> the hair loss that is happening in this White House, because they never know when's the next tweet coming. Well, he knows that it's hurting him. He knows. He he, kno- he does, he, ab- does, he, does he, though? Does, does he, he know? He, does he? I, I don't know. Does Because he. he's still, he just tweeted out again. I think, uh, he I, knows, he was...
1: I think he knows it's hurting him. I just don't think he cares. I think he can pull himself out of this hole. I think what Maybe. he's doing, I think what he's doing is he knows that the tweets are hurting him. But he thinks he can dig his way up
0: Yeah but I mean that's like drowning in quicksand And then just like uh, you know putting on um, What's the name of the what What do you call when you're going swimming And you want to go real fast and you're in the ocean
2: Motorboat no, not a motorboat. <laughs> sailboat. No, not a sailboat.
0: You're actually swimming and you put on flippers. 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 Oh, okay. flippers. flippers. It's like he's drowning in quicksand. It's just like, I'm going to put on some <laughs> flippers. Yeah. And this is going to fireball me right out of here. Well,
1: if you look at his uh, tweets, uh, a very recent tweet where he said that the mainstream media hates that I tweet all the time because that can get my unfiltered voice to the people. Right. Everyone around him is saying, stop it.
0: Stop it. Stop it. it. it the Republican yeah. Party hates it more than anybody. And well, so- yeah,
1: because they're not going to get anything passed. With that idiot, with that idiot having a device in his hands.
0: Uh, so of course, our hearts and uh, prayers and sympathies and everything uh, goes out uh, to the individuals of London. Of course, uh, but we're not going to focus too much on that. Uh, not too it's a, much. It's a horrible tragedy.
1: I do Tra- want to say I salute the man, uh, the soccer fan, who uh, when a few of the terrorists came into his bar, uh, he confronted him at the front at the uh, front door, screamed "Fuck you!" I'm Millwall, which is one of their That's local. Amazing. This is one of their soccer
2: clubs. Oh no! Nice. Then just
1: kept screaming "Fuck you!" I'm Millwall over and over wow. again, fighting off the
2: terrorists, and they left. Well, well, no that said, way. I what? did not know that story. Yeah. Hool- e- Hooligans doing some good. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> a hooligan for the
0: yeah. people. I like that. Uh, and of course, he was fairly uh, significantly injured when he did that. Mm-hmm. And his friends sort of being comedic, this person that Marcus just referenced, the hooligan, uh, they gave him a uh, a magazine of uh, Running Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which I yeah. thought was very funny. Uh, uh, Theresa May, of course, the very conservative prime minister, uh, the one who will be ushering in Brexit uh, in the UK. Uh, she was in a very precarious position because, of course, of course, Sadiq Khan, uh, much more liberal, and she was forced to come to his defense. Of course, these, that's, that's normal and rational in times of, of national crisis. But so she was sort of confused by Donald Trump's tweets. And again, it's another indication of uh, our allies wondering where we are in the world and what is coming from our White House, what are our policies. Uh, when Donald Trump, of course, um, uh, attempted to use the uh, tragedy in the U.K. to his benefit, Regarding the travel ban, uh, which now he is just calling a travel ban. Previously, uh, they tried to uh, you know not not use the word ban, but he just tweeted out travel ban. So again, all of his supporters, all of his staff are just in all caps. Hands up, in all caps. So it's an extra a big ban. ban. <laughs> it's a bigger and better. It's a bigger better ban. I put it in caps. Uh, so again, his staffers are just sort of you know palms raised in the air, just wondering uh, what to say and what to do next because uh, there's no way that uh, they have a coherent message when we have uh, Donald Trump tweeting one thing, uh, the H.R. McMasters of the world uh, t- uh, saying other things. And then, of course, Sean Spicer and Sarah Huckabee Sanders completely <laughs> confused in front they, of the press. Uh, they, they, to, they don't know
2: who to choose from. Yeah, they, well, they have to lie their faces off the, the entire time. I know you guys covered it last week, but I'm convinced that that Kafefe tweet, I think that was someone literally ripping it out of his hand and saying, no. <laughs> and it Stop hit, it. But then they hit tweet and they're like, now you live with this. and uh, they, but he, You like, live with this for six hours. <laughs> yeah, you live with this clearly uh, learned his lesson. <laughs> right.
0: So he's attempting to use a, a tragedy for his own benefit, which is nothing new in politics, Ugh. not just in America, but of course
1: uh, globally. I mean, but this, I mean, it is... Uh Blatant. Usually, blatant. there's usually there's a little bit more finesse when a politician tries to use a strategy or tries to use a tragedy uh, for their own personal game. But this is just, I mean, it's so amazingly blatant. But again,
2: that's what his supporters enjoy. They like right.
1: they like the blatant uh, attitude.
2: And, and there may even be some type of positive to it uh, that I've heard from some people that if there's any silver lining from this, you know, the Trump presidency is like pulling back the curtain, right? Mm-hmm. And it's showing. It's it's is accidentally transparent I think is kind of the thing you can't Donald see. Trump
0: has no he has no ability not to be transparent apparently mm-hmm. although of course everything that he tweets out or much of what he tweets out is just a blatant lie yeah uh, so you wonder what is transparency and what is just trying to cloud the waters even more uh, so we don't know exactly what's going on uh, within the Trump White House the very very lonely Trump White House it's really going to be nothing but Breitbart staff and family mm-hmm. that's going to be everyone in the White House because he's not even filling uh, these positions which is absolutely fascinating um.
1: But so, Breit, speaking of Breitbart, I read an article yesterday that their ad revenue is down ninety percent. Well, from they, last oh, wow. year,
0: that's wonderful. That's a, a good sign of capitalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if I, oh, I guess the clicks are down, is that the deal? Or
1: well, just advertisers don't want anything to do with Breitbart. They just advertisers yeah. are pulling out, so it's all other conservative websites that are advertising on uh, on their store. Just mm-hmm. everyone, you know, hell conservatives talk a lot about the free market working itself out the free market is yeah. working itself out right now oh mm. absolutely
0: and we saw the same thing with bill o'reilly uh with yeah. the, with the uh, advertisers pulling there Sean and, Hannity. and of course uh, kathy griffin in another way and uh, bill moore somehow completely unscathed uh, even though he dropped the n-bomb uh, when interviewing uh, nebraska senator ben sass on real time al franken is the only person uh, who has said that he will not go on real time he was booked uh, for this weekend but senator al franken who without a doubt has a presidential run uh, in mind for 2020 and i yeah. think that would be be wonderful if he got on stage. And I would love to see him debate uh, Mark Cuban and Oprah. And I think the Democrats could really uh, throw would <laughs> throw every a buffet of options uh, would be absolutely amazing. Uh, but just, uh, you know, going back a little bit to the uh, terror attack in London, Theresa May, um, her proposal was to have more restrictions on the internet um, because she said there can no longer be a safe place for uh, individuals to become radicalized. And I have to say, from a civil liberties perspective, completely uh, against what she just uh, suggested. Really, she wants to go with the the model that the Chinese government uh, has, where they monitor uh, heavily monitor internet uh, use. The strange thing is, the terrorist or one of the terror, uh, one of the three terrorists uh, that committed that uh, heinous crime was already on their radar. They knew uh, mm-hmm. exactly, uh, you know, what he was up to. He spoke positively about ISIS on national television, yeah. uh, and somehow they didn't do anything. So I thought Theresa May's response uh, was another classic response by the government uh, in order to restrict civil liberties. And what do we want to give up? I mean, in my personal opinion, I was talking. About this on the show uh, as well, um, is uh, on that Fox News radio show that I was doing. Um, they would win if, if we restrict our internet and take away our civil liberties. In my personal opinion, that's a total W, a total victory uh, for ISIS and the terrorists abroad. Of yeah. course, it is.
2: Yeah, yeah. It goes back to the ni- the post 9 11 mentality where it was like, well, they hate us for our freedom and we're going to take your freedoms away. No, <laughs> exactly. Whole- what, what is
0: going on there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of interesting things happening globally right now. And of course, domestically, we're still all tied up in this uh, Russian scandal and the possibility of collusion uh, regarding the investigation into Michael Flynn, the former National Security Advisor. Uh, the uh, investigation, of course, being, he- being headed by then-FBI Director James Comey, who will be testifying now uh, very shortly, this Thursday. And we don't know exactly what he's going to say, but he did release a pre-memo, sort of a uh, a tease, I guess. Written to- remarks. Yeah, a- <laughs> a- 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 written remarks about what he's going to say on Thursday. So should we go over a couple of those?
1: Yeah. Uh- uh, this fired FBI Director James B. Comey said President Trump told him at the White House, quote, "I need loyalty." I expect loyalty.
0: So this seems to me as if Donald Trump still doesn't quite understand government is not a corporation. This is such a classic um, Jack Palace, uh, you know, Joker, 1989 Batman, oh, yeah, just yeah, kind of yeah. like, you're my number, number one. one. <laughs> Guy! You know, it's, it's very like uh, I'm dealing with the, uh, you know, with the garbage union, uh, you know, and, and we definitely need the garbage union. I'm a big proponent of the garbage union, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, but it's just not at all presidential. And that's what, again- uh, Uh, As we talked about a little bit earlier, Donald Trump just constantly steps on his own White House. He steps on his own progress because he gave a speech um, this week as well about some infrastructure that's uh, coming up in Ohio. Uh, A lot of people... Uh, are looking at the economy and saying it's doing relatively well. Now, this could be a holdover of Obama's economy. Uh, that, but that's
2: no, the Democrats' argument. That's is def- that this is all yeah. Obama's work,
0: yeah. Uh, but without a doubt, we do have some positive news. If you are Donald Trump and the Trump administration, uh, you can argue jobs are coming back, the economy is doing great, but then we have a president who just constantly gets in his own way. Yeah. And I don't see him learning from the mistakes of the past, although uh, perhaps he does at some point. I'm a little bit sick of individuals on the right uh, saying, that, you know, he's just, you know, he's not a politician. He's just learning how to, uh, you know, how to govern. He's 70 years old.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is an
0: elderly man, and I was watching uh, that uh, "Get Me Roger Stone" documentary once again. I guess I, I'm a sadist or something. And you go back to 1988, Donald Trump. He was much more eloquent. I mean, as oh, more eloquent. Yeah. And take that in context of Donald Trump, <laughs> but you can tell he has lost a step, and you wonder if if the mind is just not fully understanding or comprehending uh, how. Uh, he is his own problem. Yeah, Donald uh, Trump is his own. The Republicans want to like him, and now we have a situation where Jeff Sessions wants to resign, and he's, uh, Donald Trump is refusing to allow that to happen. It's very similar in Obama's uh, in, uh, in W's White House uh, as well. Rumsfeld wanted to, uh, to resign uh, after he caused uh, world chaos uh, and destabilized <laughs> the entire nation uh, and the world as a whole. But W refused to allow him to resign as well. Uh, But it's just a man who can't understand who his friends are, and they want
1: to help him. He's just constantly screwing it up for himself. Well, it could be that some of these tweets that he's putting out that are outright lies, it could just be that he's confused. It's he's possible. A confu- I mean, he's a confused, I mean, 70 years old. How much stuff is coming at him every single day? I mean, we're all in our mid-30s. Would we be able to keep with as, I mean, I wouldn't say we have the sharpest minds in the world. They've oh, been we dulled deli- sh- I've <laughs>
0: met a lot of people. I, I'm pretty sure we're still some of the sharpest.
1: Yeah, but still, if we had all the stuff coming at us that a president had coming at them every single day we wouldn't be able to keep it all straight in our heads and we would have if we were president we would have a huge staff working around us trump does not have a huge staff working around him. most people can't stand to be around him and usually those people try to keep shit straight he's trying to do all this on his own or all he's trying to do is legislate from fox news yeah. Trying to govern from Fox News. trying to Like, Fox News is his friend. Well, like, uh, any mean, lonely 70-year-old man, his only yeah. friend is his TV. <laughs> man, the TV, you'll yeah. tell me. Yes. <laughs> yes, cash I, for gold. Good idea. <laughs> you know, Fox News had
0: to go with a rotating uh, ticker because uh, people would get the logo burned into their uh, television screens, <laughs> and they were complaining that if they turned the channel, it still said Fox News. Are you uh, serious? And, yeah, you do get the feel Because that's the, that's your Fox News loyalist, yeah. uh, who now Fox News is going through quite a transition Um, I had a great chance to be on Tucker and Cavuto talking about the Paris Climate Accords, which we'll get to uh, Hmm. in a moment. Um, And, uh, you know, now they're going through, I think, I believe they're trying to get a little bit more moderate. Perhaps they know the Trump train is here, but obviously it has to be going. It is interesting
2: because they haven't necessarily changed any of their news division. They've just changed all the editorial past seven o'clock, right? They've made it Martha McCallum, who is much more conservative than Greta. Greta went over to MSNBC. I'd say Tucker's more uh, sensible. Than Bill O'Reilly, at least, at least he has conversations with people as opposed to yelling at them and interrupting them. And
0: he yelled at me a bunch, but it was a very fun experience. Did he call
2: you a pinhead? No, he didn't call
0: me a pinhead. Uh, you He's gotta better. than O'Reilly. It. That's yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah. bummer <laughs> of all time of Bill O'Reilly being off the air. I never had the opportunity to get called a pinhead. Oh, it's just <laughs> that means you have a tiny head, and, and it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But anyway, so yes, the, the Trump supporters on Fox News, uh, you know, they are rabid, uh, in, including uh, willing to send out death threats if you even. Defend uh, individuals' rights to the First Amendment. So he does have his huge amount of core supporters, uh, and uh, and to your point, Marcus, maybe they do like uh, his tweets. But it just seems as if uh, he has he's he, our allies are confused in Washington. The Democrats are never going to work with him. I think they could probably uh, they could be a little bit more uh, open minded. But the Republicans set the precedent of just being completely obstructionists, and the Democrats are simply fulfilling uh, doing exactly what the Republicans did for eight years under Obama. And and so you really can't, uh, you know, blame him too much. I would like if there was an adult in the room; that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just one, but now uh, <laughs> any. But the Republicans now are also just completely confused on how to deal with Donald Trump. Even the people who support him. So uh, you you wonder where the coalition is for him to get anything done other than uh, more executive orders, which seems to be his go-to when it comes to legislation, which is not how this government was supposed to function.
2: Right, but it, it is normal. And you are right that he he's completely undone the things that he has accomplished. I mean, talk about a thing that Bernie Sanders agreed with. Trump on was killing TPP and sure. you know, even when Trump right away. Trump did that and Bernie tweeted out a statement that said I agree with the president on this issue but then it all got ruined by everything else that he uh, does sure. and says about the Democrats.
0: And so now we had uh, him pulling out of the uh, the Paris Climate Accord, which puts us with three nations, with two other nations, Syria, Minwana, and Nicaragua. So uh, <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a strange uh, three uh, nations that have chosen not to be a part of it. And as we talked about in the last episode, uh, when the U.S. Uh, evacuates, when the U.S. Uh, gives up power, the, the vacuum has to be filled. And uh, so there is no denying that the Germans and the Chinese and uh, anybody. Else is vying for that position to be seen as the global leader on climate change, and the U.S. I mean, we had an opportunity uh, to really continue that mantle, or you know, to to, to hold, uh, you know, that to put up put that trophy on our mantle, and uh, for some reason he has chosen to take it off. Granted, I do understand again to some degree what he's saying about. Uh, you know, the U.S. had, we had put a, a limit on what, 20% uh, less carbon emissions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And other nations did not put that, uh, they did not have uh, the responsibility that the U.S. had. So, in Trump's mind, and this is perhaps where the markets are doing a little bit better, there was an hindrance to large corporations, coal, those, those, uh, frankly, those companies that uh, supported him and put him in office. Right,
2: the, the job-killing regulations, well, that what you call them.
1: Well, the reason why we were putting in more is because we produce more. We were assuming more of the responsibility because we are responsible for more. And as far as us putting in more money, uh, the other countries, as much money as they were putting in, was pretty equal in their GDP to what we were putting in. Mm-hmm. It's nowhere near, I mean, if you cherry-pick it's just like all of his, um, uh, his shit on climate change, that study that he cited uh, during his speech where mm-hmm. he said it would just be a tiny small amount uh he's like well we'd only be going down like 0.2 percent or something like that he's like that's a tiny amount that's a small amount but what he didn't mention is that that is 0.2 percent in comparison to the five percent that we're at, like the five percent uh, increase in temperature that we're going to end up with if we don't go for this
0: so we we do have a the a core of people in this country uh who do agree that we don't we shouldn't be paying more or you know having more regulation uh, than other countries around the world? But uh, yeah, to your point, Marcus, I don't think it's a bad thing for the United States to have a leadership role in something as significant as climate change. And uh, you know the fact that we have a the fact that we have a climate change denier uh, in office is, is extremely bizarre. Mark, Marcus read a statement uh, from a congressman, a Republican congressman, on last episode uh, on the last episode who said if climate change was real, God would fix it. Yeah, oh, I mean this alert. stuff is. (laughs) really insane. And we have that philosophy or that mentality right now in the White House. And I think it leads to a lot of people uh, completely and utterly dis, dismayed with what the United States is doing right now globally.
2: And I'll just add, as someone who, who's in Nicaragua uh, as recently as February, oh, I, yeah. I will say, very beautiful country that is definitely getting ruined by not good enough uh, environmental regulations. A lot of landfills on fire is what I remember <laughs> right. driving by. And I can't speak yeah. for Syria, but I understand uh, most of it is on fire. Yeah, yeah so. I don't think
0: yeah. that Syria is a beautiful <laughs> bastion of not being on fire right now.
1: Well, what he's doing right now is that he's taking away something that is uh, very American, and that's innovation, uh, is that America has the opportunity to be at the forefront of this. We have the opportunity to be innovators for the future, and innovation equals money. That's what we've always been very good at. That's what America has always been very good at, is using innovation to make money. And what they're doing right now is they're pulling us out to make short-term money, yes, Mm -hmm. uh, but in the long run this is going to put America far behind every other country.
0: Yeah, and I mean I talked about this on Neil Cavuto, uh, and it was a really fun experience, Marcus, because they told me I was talking about Kathy Griffin, and then I sat down and I had to talk about this for twenty minutes, and they just sprung <laughs> it on me, not on purpose. Classic, I think it was a, but I but I did a great job. Classic great. Cavuto, but, uh, <laughs> but that is one of the concerns, uh, you know, about this. Uh, with the uh, the Republicans agree, a lot of conservatives agree that this isn't the right idea, including now. I wouldn't consider Elon Musk a, a, a Republican by any means, but there's no denying he's a capitalist, without a doubt. Of course, Tesla and uh, and uh, Tim Cook of Apple in no way. Do people consider him some bleeding heart liberal? They're both against him pulling out of this uh, agreement because they just don't fully understand how that benefits U.S. industry and they don't understand how it benefits uh, the United States reputation abroad. And really, again, as we talked about many times on, uh, on this show, our main asset is our brand. Yeah. is we we sell culture, right. culture. We, we sell yeah. we sell the idea of freedom and uh, the idea of, of you know liberalism in, in the in the in the truest sense and so for him to be uh, going out and sort of tarnishing that reputation tarnishing the u.s brand again one of the greatest ironies of a president who promised to be the greatest brander in the history of branding yeah. I mean and he sell sells a lot of awful products and he pretend you know and people um, pretend that it's good but it's a very bizarre situation that we find ourselves in with the US brand being so tarnished abroad specifically
2: with our allies. Yeah, I mean it's going backwards like you guys said. I mean, even uh, I have conservative friends I have to debate about climate change and things like that, but even if you don't believe in climate change, isn't using coal and oil these these relics of the past that we use, I mean, we were using coal in the 1800s. Like right. are you telling me we really haven't come far at all in the technology of of energy? in 200 years well i mean without
0: a doubt we have come uh, further along and as soon as and i think now we're i mean with again going back to elon musk with tesla he's proving uh, that we can get cheap yeah new renewable energy we just have to have the motivation to do it yeah and it's really unfortunate that we currently have a white house uh, that just doesn't see it that way because he's beholden to the corporations
1: he's not just beholden to the corporations his supporters also don't support the Paris climate accord because right. you and particularly bannon i mean you you really can't discount how Influential Bannon has been yeah. in this decision because to Bannon and to his supporters, his mm-hmm. people, it's a part of the globalist conspiracy. Sure, and, you know, and yeah. that, it's so amazing that these Alex Jones type of uh, these Alex Jones type of conspiracy theories. I mean, this shit is having a very real effect on the world.
0: Yeah, uh, our next episode. Can I say what our next last podcast on the last episode? Oh, is? Just wait. Okay. Well, <laughs> I will hint at it. Alex Jones, I do believe, will um, spur a domestic terrorist.
1: Without a doubt. I, I firmly Without believe doubt. what's I mean, happening. He's already started. The Pizzagate guy was just, yeah. he was almost there. That he was, got yeah. real close to
0: it. Yep, he was a U-Haul truck away from blowing that place up. Yes, he was. Absolutely. And I think that's going to lead to a whole nother conversation I've been watching. Uh watched the documentary Ruby Ridge recently. Uh, you know, these white nationalists, and uh, you know I won't even say white nationalists, nationalists or whoever subscribes to that sort of really uh, radical... Um, uh, you know uh, conspiratorial philosophy they are inevitably going to do something extremely dramatic and we talk about terrorism in the regards to uh, Islam and Muslims and brown people but we have got to look at these nationalists coming up who uh, are born and bred and considered true Americans because there is going to be an attack fairly soon I don't want to scare people I'm just you hear <laughs> you hear the rhetoric though coming out of like the uh, the info wars and Alex Jones and it is getting so real and I'm saying this because when I went on Tucker Carlson to defend Kathy Griffin. My the Twitter feed was just so intense, and at some point you do have to kind of take them seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with that stupid person, be like, "I hope you can hide." Thanks for po-, this guy emailed me. Thanks for posting your schedule. I hope you can hide behind your First Amendment. It's like, what is that? What are you saying? Yeah, you know, these people are becoming extremely radicalized, and to some degree, that is a uh, a testament to the power of Donald Trump's rhetoric and to the uh, you know that sort of Steve, like Steve Bannon wasn't wrong. Uh, that these people would follow what Trump was saying if he just followed uh, Bannon's script, and certainly Trump did. Yeah.
2: And then, and then you have it being legitimized by Infowars now having a White House correspondent. They're oh, literally in there pitching. Slap- well, it was
0: more. It was just a day pass, but that was enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> day, but you know what? And, and I want to uh, shift gears a little bit here uh, from Donald Trump uh, to what Hillary Clinton was saying this week. Did you uh, hear Hillary Clinton's statements? So uh, you know the people on the right. Uh, you know, they have their person, you know, and they're feeling more uh, impassioned than ever. The people on the left are still searching for someone. Hillary Clinton recently, uh, this week, blamed the DNC for her Uh. loss. Uh, She said (laughs) that the DNC was bankrupt. Uh, Meanwhile, we just found out that her rural outreach uh, was a person in Brooklyn, and they told that individual eight weeks before the election that was their job. Uh, So (laughs) they didn't do anything. They just ran the worst campaign uh, and she blamed she blamed sexism. She blamed uh, everything except for her inability to connect with human beings. And no. we were just watching Donald Trump speak again in Ohio today, and he does – he connects with these people for better or for worse. I mean, obviously, I believe mostly for worse. But my goodness, do we need to get two parties back in this country? I was hoping we could get three after 2016, and it turns out we only got one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, um, you know, I'll just and I'll say it again. And I'm sorry. It's the it's the God honest truth. I think the reason why a lot of people voted for uh,
2: Donald Trump is because they hated Hillary so much. Just nobody wanted her. Well, and even very
1: some people did, but very few people wanted
2: her. Yeah. And it was even, I think, worse than that. Not only did uh, a good amount of Americans hate her, a good. um, Mount Americans just weren't excited about it, so they didn't show up. Well, you know that's why voter yeah. turnout in North Carolina was down, and that's why uh, Trump picked up that state. And then I look at my home state of Ohio, and it's like. Yeah, I, mean, I had friends working for Hillary Clinton da- down there, and they were just like, "Yeah, once once we realized we were down, we realized the whole thing was lost." And we tried to tell national, and they just were like, "No, no, no, the numbers are good. The numbers are good. <laughs> Wisconsin yeah. and Pennsylvania, Michigan." And then they weren't. They, they had went, no idea what they were doing. Well, they used this very
0: archaic model, and it was quite bizarre. So it was it was strange to hear Hillary still not owning, not just not not taking any responsibility whatsoever. And it really was a detriment to the United States the fact that they couldn't get their act together uh, in this past election cycle. And I, you know. It's a bit controversial to say, but I I would not be surprised if the election again was held tomorrow. Trump would win. Yeah, I, I mean I have not spoken to anybody. Uh, and I hang out in fairly uh, left-leaning circles or moderate circles. Obviously, when I go to Fox News, which, by the way, is always incredible because you get to see some of the funniest stuff. Carl Rove <laughs> is walking out of Fox News, right? And he's gained a lot of weight. Oh yeah, he knocks over a messenger's bicycle <laughs> and he stumbles over it. And he tried for about forty-five seconds to pick it up. Oh, <laughs> and I swear damn. to God, he was just—he uh, uh, was like sweating.
1: Hey, curd blossom! <laughs> oh my <laughs>
0: God, it was uh. the funniest damn thing I've ever seen. I was like, oh, I wish I had that on camera yeah, so much. I it would have gone so viral. Like, he just, Carl Rove just stumbling a man who created some of the worst foreign policy in the history of the United States, or at least put the people in power to create the worst foreign policy in the history of the United States, stumbling over a bike messenger's bike. You know, I, I or wish a delivery got, person's I bike. I wish you
2: got video of it and then sent it to me so I could still have my job at Mediate.
0: Yes. <laughs> but, you know, you, you hear the sentiment around, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton this past election cycle. It's just disdain for the entire process. It yeah. is, it, You know,
2: both Hillary and Trump seem to be surrounded by people who just keep telling them that they're right. You know what I mean? I think that was the problem with both of them because you're absolutely right. Hillary's campaign, they blamed everything except themselves. The Russians, the millennials, the – We can let's get into a little bit more
0: with the Russians now. So, we do have a situation. I'm sure you heard about this a reality winner. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's a 25 year old. She had extremely high clearance. Uh, At 25, I don't think I was allowed to know my parents' phone number (laughs) because I think they thought I was going to call too late at night. Um, And she is now facing up to 10 years in prison uh, for releasing some documents that do show possible actual russian involvement in our voting machines which is a much larger deal than the idea of a collusion with the trump administration because it would prove that they actually switched votes yeah spearfishing uh, which is something that we've talked about. We had Bob Fatrakis on. Uh, if you want to go back and listen to that ap- uh, that episode, it's something that is really on the forefront of his mind. And that was the that was the reason why Jill Stein and the Green Party sued in 2016. Everyone's like, what are you doing? In Fatrakis' mind, he just wanted to focus on the voting machines themselves and how easily they can be hacked. Yeah. So now we have Reality Winner, uh, which...
2: It's a great name. It's an interesting name. I would give her great clearance for all of that. (laughs) I heard she's a reality winner. She's a winner. She's (laughs) clearly a winner. It's also, I
0: mean, is this some sort of strange world? Reality show president, reality winner? She's the one who's leaking everything or did leak stuff? It's a
1: strange world. It's It's a very (laughs) odd world. (laughs) Um, It's a badly written story. It really is. (laughs) It's really badly written. This
0: would be like thrown like it would be like thrown in the trash and then lit on fire and then like put out uh and then relit on fire (laughs) if if i if we asked a hollywood producer to like create this as a movie Mm. um so I mean, so we'll have to wait and see what happens with that because uh, it seems like we have a. If, if we find out that the Russians actually uh, were able to uh, break into our voting machines, That's huge. This whole thing. Uh, what are we going to do? Go back to? Are we going to go to what Afghanistan did? Uh, you know, uh, wait. What was it? Two thousand five, two thousand six. Or are we just going to go with the ink on our thumb to prove that we voted on a on a paper ballot? Ooh. I mean, what's going to happen here?
1: Paper ballots. I, I honestly don't think that any ele- uh, election should be done electronically. It's too easy to hack. No it matter seems who. Seems though. No matter who it is, it doesn't matter. I'm not even saying like the Russians. I'm saying anybody. if you can hack it, people will hack it. I don't think we should be doing it. I think paper ballots all the way, man. Paper ballots. Well, That's it. It's I the only way. It's the only way to be sure. And yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit of, the, of a pain in the ass, but you know what? Who gives a shit? It's our democracy I am that we're talking about I am having flashbacks
0: to 2000 and hanging chats, though. Mm, well, just fill, mm-hmm. fill <laughs> just fill
2: a bubble. Fill a bubble?
0: Just fill a bubble. It's I like a Scantron,
2: bu- but you got to use the number two pencil. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> oh, my. Can people even do that anymore?
1: Scantron. Everyone's taking a fucking standardized test every year of their life until they're 18. Well, no, we should know how to fill a bubble by the time we're 19. Make it bigger bubbles. Big bubble. There we go. Big bubble. No, I like that. No bigger- puppet. Bigger, better ballots <laughs>
0: with bigger You're a bubbles. You're the that sounds great to me. Uh, I what do you s- think about this reality winner situation, though, Travis? Well,
2: I think she she does have a great name. Um, I, I would give her anything she would want if she showed up and said, told me that's what her name was. Um, but I will say On the Petraka's front um, You know Bob's a good friend And a mentor yeah. From Columbus, Ohio He loves coming on Your guys' show And uh, we've talked A lot about this I mean he was even You know He was the one Who led the recount Effort in Wisconsin Because he's a certified lawyer Right And uh, he was saying That the the codes The binary codes In the voting machines Was uh, indicative Of Russian hacking From what he saw But he he didn't have Any evidence yet To, to put it forward He was in uh, New York City This weekend Talking to the left forum So it is interesting That these leaks Coming from reality Winner almost kind of back up what Bob's been saying for months yeah. but he had no idea how to prove it. To Marcus's point about paper ballots, I will say Bob um, again is, is an election theft expert and has been so for decades. And you know, essentially what well, it's, it's kind of a, a shitty, morbid point, but um Any election can be stolen when humans with power in mind are counting the votes. I mean, Bob gave me (laughs) that's true. Bob's (laughs) giving me some nightmare stories. Uh, One of the best ones is about uh, these folks in uh, in Youngstown County, wherever that that county is, where um, they had 60,000 votes. Um, uh, being taken to be accounted, mm-hmm. and w- uh, one of the guy's uh, brothers uh, got a flat tire on a bridge, and he put the suitcase full of right. paper ballots, and then uh, said that he accidentally knocked it into the river, oh. and sixty thousand votes <laughs> were gone, yeah. and 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 there was no way to prove it. Uh, uh. There's another situation where they spilled coffee on thirty thousand paper <laughs> ballots. Well, and a big co- I've count seen them. how big the it's Trenta a, coffee is. There was a now. lot of coffee. <laughs> it we must have been. Yeah. yeah. So Bob's yeah. been looking at this stuff for years and years, and there's always a way to to fake it yeah unfortunately yeah
0: you're right yeah well so but that's going to be really uh absolutely fascinating to see what happens but at the
2: very least that's us faking it yeah baby (laughs) yeah not the russians
0: (laughs) yeah keep it we're gonna gonna undermine our (laughs) democracy we will undermine our democracy
2: don't you bother with us we can fuck it up all on our own (laughs) we've been doing it in other countries for years we'll do it now
0: (laughs) on our own absolutely yeah. so there, but the
1: reality winner thing is, is really strange there's so many missteps in it and I, what, and what do you mean she
2: didn't know how to uh, leak yeah she yeah, didn't yeah. know
1: how to leak but that's the thing is that with the high security
2: okay I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna entertain <laughs> oh, yeah, <me>. yeah. <laughs> all right
1: but anyway so she had a high enough security clearance where she should have known that there were very easy ways to track her like she oh, was yeah, arrested course. within an hour of the intercept releasing it and the intercept also hmm. should have known how easy it was going to be to yeah. tracker because because of this like the intercept intercept as far as leakers go is dead
2: No one is ever going to leak anything to the Intercept ever again. I think post-Snowden leaking is dead, honestly, because you're absolutely right. Um, Both the Obama administration and now certainly Trump are cracking the hell down on any type of whistleblowers and leakers. I mean, you're completely tracked now. I think Snowden was the last one uh, to do it right, really. Um, It'll be interesting. I'm going to a a panel tomorrow where Glenn Greenwald will be speaking, so it'll be Mm. interesting to see what the Intercept's perception is on this.
0: Yeah, explain how Glenn Greenwald, he's a fairly respected journalist. Uh, I'd
2: say the most I respect him the most Because he's been Very fair On the Russia stuff On the Democrat stuff And on Trump Because he hates Trump But he'll You know Stick up for the truth When he can Right,
0: right, right. So I wonder what his perspective uh, is on this. I suppose you'll find out.
2: I'm going to find out tomorrow. I'm going to try yeah. to get a selfie with
0: him. Ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: There's so, also a lot of amazing bands at this festival, I'm told. Yeah, like, I'm North going side, for the Green yeah. Walls.
1: <laughs> That'll be exciting. Oh, side note, I saw uh-huh. Elliot Spitzer at the airport last Whoa! week. How <laughs> was that? Was he, was he wearing black socks? <laughs> <laughs> Only black socks. He was glad handing every cop that he saw. Hey, how you doing? Nice to see you. Nice yeah. to see you. And then just walked off. That was a great move. <laughs> yeah, he didn't trip right. on a bike, did he? Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, well, let's see. Is there anything else to really discuss this week? We have to kind of wait until the uh, the uh, Comey testimony uh, comes out, and uh, perhaps we can do a special episode. Uh, we got to go to Indiana this weekend, but mm-hmm. maybe on maybe on Sunday uh, or something like that. We'll figure yeah. it out. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, you know the today's Senate hearing uh, the people who were uh, testifying. Uh, they said they claimed to say that uh, Donald Trump hadn't forced them into doing
2: anything or, uh, you know, you, I mean, you saw it. Yeah. You had all the leaders of the the IC up there. You had mm-hmm. uh, Mike Rogers. You had uh, the Rod Roddy, Rowdy Piper uh, yep. guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. You had the FBI interim uh, chief McCabe um, yep. and you had uh, Dan Coates. He used to be a senator. That's right. And, um, and mm-hmm. they were all up there and said, I've never felt pressured. To drop any investigation, and like, then they kept saying it over and over. Well, they no. said,
1: well, they said that uh, they, in under any time that they've been in government, they have never felt pressure from the executive branch um, to do anything illegal. Right. That's right. A, that. was a, that. Was what they said over and over again. Because when uh, they asked them specifically about Trump, they would say like, nope, you know, I'm not going to say anything about any specific conversations I had with the president. Again, I was never asked to do anything illegal. Well, right. That's what that, that's what those those four guys said. And who knows what's going to happen with Comey tomorrow? Who but, knows? You know this this could be uh it could be a whole lot of nothing, but it could be something huge. We it don't could, really know. We don't know uh, right now. We do know that James Comey
0: did. Beg Jeff Sessions never to leave him alone with Donald Trump in a room, <laughs> uh, but that might just be because he's so annoying. I am really not quite sure.
1: He tried hiding behind the curtains, yeah, and Trump tried called him out on that. Oh, never gee, leave me alone uh, with
0: that six man.
2: He's 6'8", he can't hide. <laughs> oh, he's like a Ben Kessel. I know.
0: I know. I, I, a lot of people have been demonizing his height. That's one of the better qualities of James Comey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will uh, say, uh, yes.
2: another fascinating thing about this hearing, though, was that you know, like Ron Wyden was really going after the IC for uh, a lot of the FISA stuff, and the, the oh, yes. sur- surveillance of uh, innocent Americans. So it was a fast, it, it was just frustrated senators on both sides, all across the board, with this intelligence community. But what do you expect? They're an intelligence community. They're not, you know, they they lied, uh, spy, and make people die. They're not forthcoming. No, they're not Fourth yeah. Amendment either. And of course The the, 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 the FISA issue That's your constitution joke of the week The FISA issue is
0: constantly always uh, You know whenever When anyone uh, who works in in the government Is asked about the FISA issue They always say the government has no right to search uh, You know innocent uh, uh, civilians In the United States But of course yeah as as you just said Travis They are doing it on a regular basis And we all know that
2: And Clapper lying to Congress about it under oath Was what triggered Edward Snowden If you saw the Snowden movie or know his story Like, literally seeing that testimony is what made him say, All right, I'm leaking it and I'm out of here. And he, unlike Reality Winner, did it right. It is
0: very, uh, very interesting. And all of this stuff, again, fuels uh, people in this country to become more uh, radicalized and more uh, motivated uh, to commit acts of domestic terrorism. And we just have to be very. uh, careful in our uh in our tone and our verbiage and uh, in uh, in um, you know how we present the the actions of this White House uh to not to not uh, either you know engage someone who's on the far left or you know someone who is on the far right and because you know they it, there is such an unbelievable amount of uh, deception and lies uh, that come from our news medias from our administration from senators from people in the government uh you know in the um, CIA FBI I think the American people are You know, sick of it and fed up with it, and we just uh, can only hope that cooler minds can prevail, and we can kind of try to work through this stuff as we're seeing uh, in these uh, local elections now that are going to start. uh, You know, hopefully turning the tide and the pendulum in. uh, You know, from the Republican rule, hopefully we can get a couple of Democrats in there who are rational. It looks like Asif is going to end up pulling off. This situation in Georgia, uh, it's possible he's up uh, by a couple of points right now, and he just did it very uh, did very well uh, in the debate against uh, Handle. That's the woman that he's running against. Also, we have uh, big news on uh, the local BK for BK Front. Uh, we've been officially endorsed by the Reform Party, uh, which is amazing. So we we are going to be on the ballot, uh, which is great. And Marcus, CCR does not have to be the mouthpiece for the administration. Oh, nice.
1: Um, so that's <laughs> Thank good. you. Thank and you very much. I'm well, working. I mean, it wasn't
0: going to happen anyway,
1: yeah, but uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. I mean, it would, I mean, even if you would have said we are, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, it would not have ever happened. They're, they're uh, very good. Thank you for th- that. I was
0: being nice, and then you were very mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that is fine. Uh, so we're yeah come out just want to a- make sure uh uh-huh. we're on the same page there we go um okay june 16th <laughs> is the launch party it's at skinny dennis uh it'll be from like five to eight so just come by for that it's going to be a lot of fun we'll get a lot of local press out there and we have a we have a couple of big signs absolutely uh, which is exciting and so. the cowmen are going to be performing at the, that the cowmen will oh, be performing it boy be that
2: jingle really rocks
0: it Let rocks uh it. so that's what's happening this week for the most part and uh we'll get back to you with the next episode regarding what James Comey's testimony actually means. And uh, I think that's about it. You can find Travis Irvine uh, on Twitter, at Travis Irvine. But you've changed it recently. Is is it Travis Irvine USA
2: still? Yeah, it's been Travis Irvine USA for a while. Uh, Jim Webb and Sarah Palin have the same Twitter tactics as I do. So I'm very excited about that. Also, my first comedy album... Ever uh, coming out June thirtieth. Guy from Ohio. A lot huh. of political comedy. Uh, I hope everybody checks it out. And yes, more millennials need to run for office. That's I ran right. for mayor ten years ago. You're doing this now. More honest millennials. I think it's it's our world now, folks. So get involved. Get involved. Marcus
0: Parks. You can find Marcus on Twitter at Marcus Parks. On Instagram at Marcus Parks. I'm on Twitter at Ben Kissel and on Instagram at Ben Kissel One. Uh, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. And go to iTunes and rate and review us. We've been doing absolutely wonderful. I think we were in the top like thirty uh, a couple of days ago. So that was great. Great. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.
1: For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.
0: Hey, mom. First things first. Thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say yes. I need help, and yes, I choose me, and that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom. Maxwell.
1: Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost.
0: Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen posed that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore,